Every year, the brightest NBA stars head to Las Vegas for Summer League. So today on the board, we're going to go through the top 10 picks in the draft to show you how they performed and talk about some surprising great performers and also some disappointing ones as well. NBA Summer League is in full swing, so we got Pipson today to talk about some of the best performers and maybe a little bit of some of the worst performers. We'll talk about the biggest names and how they performed in Las Vegas. Drop a like if you're enjoying the content brought to you by The Board, part of the Hammerbag Network, and subscribe for more content just like this. But, Pips, obviously a lot to get to, so let's get right into the full swing of things here. We're going to talk about the top 10. We're going to talk about some other flyers, other different players who played well. And we'll talk a little bit about the Rockets and the Raptors, of course, because that is where our interest is in. And the biggest name on the Summer League and any Summer League roster was Victor Wembanyama. He's already done in the Summer League. The Spurs have seen what they needed to see. But uh, your thoughts on Victor after the disappointing first game and the the good recovery for the second game? Yeah, I mean, like, we all kind of expected him the second game to just be way better. If first game is floor for him being so good on defense, then yeah, that's, yeah, that's five blocks was it? Yeah, but he had some issues with with, with the trying too much in the first game, like catching the ball outside and going into five dribbles to get inside. That didn't work well for him. But in the second game, much more calm, much more efficient, and looked great. And we will see so much from him moving forward. Like he is just tremendous. It doesn't help that the Spurs brought a pretty poor team who can't throw an entry pass to him. But I, th- I think the the biggest thing for Victor is that we've all talked about like the offensive game. There hasn't been enough discussion about his defense because this is definitely a potential DPOI candidate. Uh, it might be a perennial one in his career. What have you made yeah. of that side of the ball? Yeah, he, his de- defense defensive floor is like being all NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, like, he's, yeah. on that side, uh, we are all almost certain that he will look tremendous, and offense will need some time to get there. But yeah, he's young, crazy, and if you are contributing on the other side on an elite level, if you are decent on the other side, you'll be great for the for the first season. But I think he will throughout the season, throughout after the last first fifteen to ten games, you'll see great, great victor on offense. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Just need some time to get in. Only two games and he's done. They don't want to risk any injuries. But let's talk about the guy who went second overall. He went second, got booed by his own fans. The mascot, the famous video of the mascot even upset with the pick. Brandon Miller hasn't looked great for the Charlotte Hornets here. And uh, number three pick, when he did play Scoot Henderson, has looked fantastic. Uh, Talk to me about Brandon Miller and what you've seen from him. So what I've seen from Miller is... A lot of struggles, not being confident enough to do a lot. Even though he played on a terrible team, this is still poor showing from 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 him. Below forty percent efficiency on field goals, and he kind of improved very much on the last game. The last game was his best game, but yeah, that second pick we expected way more. From the second pick, we we didn't have him at second pick. I think if we take a look in the like five years, he'll be much closer to maybe outside the top ten than being top three, top five guys. Wow. I think he's a good player. I think Brandon Miller is a good player. But as I said earlier, like some 
five to ten range being picked, and I think two was reached, and I think it will be shown down the especially when we get to the next guys, how they did. Yeah, I, I will preface by saying, you know, it's a very small sample in these summer league games, so you don't put a ton of stock into it. But typically, when a player plays really well in summer league, it's kind of like, okay, now I have to wait and see. When a player plays really poorly in summer league, that's usually a very bad sign. So playing well doesn't mean a lot. Playing poorly does tend to mean yeah, much more. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And it's usually when player performs uh, poor in the second year is a kind of huge tell. There are some guys that did perform terrible in, in the first season and ended up being great players. So that could be the thing, but not impressed as of now. Yeah, so we'll go to the three and four pick. I remember even in our pre-draft stuff, we said if Scoot goes second, Portland might want to look at uh, Amon Thompson at the third overall pick. And we didn't see a lot of them, to be fair. But yeah, Scoot Henderson and Amon Thompson looked fantastic. Wow. Uh, you talked to me about uh, these two players. Yeah, uh, they played one against another and guarded one against another. So yeah, that was awesome. Was kind of awesome. Both fantastic feel from the game. Vision creating uh, for others is just another level. I would say Amen was a bit better on defense. Crazy, crazy, crazy defense from Amen, uh, Amen Thompson. Uh, great defense, uh, great, unbelievable size. But Scoot Henderson had some very smooth mid-range shooting uh, shots that went in. So he's kind of better on the shooting end. And punish some under the screen going. So I would say both crazy athletic, Amen being better there. Amen being tremendous defender, at least in that game. And Scoot has a very better uh, shooting uh, futures, at least for this yes. season. <laughs> yeah. I think so, the way, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, the way they, Amen Thompson has played kind of makes you a little bit sad with the way the Rockets handled uh, free agency just because you want to give this guy as many touches as possible, yeah. but that's just not going to happen this season. Yeah, he looked he looked ready. He looked ready. He definitely did. Another guy looking ready, his twin brother, Osar, fifth overall pick to the Pistons. Similar player, except Amon's more of the point guard. Osar's more of the, the off guard. But, man, Osar is also looking exceptional. I'm really in, excited to see... Mostly for Osar, if he can get a, a serviceable outside shot, because if he does, this is a, an unbelievable talent as well. Uh, but, yeah, your yeah, thoughts so on far, him? So, so far, not looking great for, for shooting part, no. but whenever he was involved, whenever he touched the ball, something great happened. Tremendous uh, quick decision-making, unbelievable in transition, and the best part of him is he's a best on defense, like ball on ball, like crazy, crazy good defense. Look, so many guys in this short stints of playing crazy, crazy good, very athletic as his brother. So yeah, expecting a lot from him. But the thing about the uh, Thompson brothers, they look so mature. Like like this is like their third year. So that, that's the yeah. biggest thing. Crazy for guys coming out of overtime elite with respect to that program to be looking this ready. And crazy that this is like the mold of a player you want. You want this raw athletic freak with these good like IQ tendencies in the league. It was so weird how all these mocks had him going like lower in the top 10, maybe outside the top 10. 
but it uh, looks like Pistons did well on this pick. Let's go further down to Anthony Black. Your worries for Black going into the draft have kind of showcased here. Good playmaker, rebounder, defender, but scoring is definitely a problem for this player. Yeah, he he, he did unbelievably great on rebounding. Had some very flashy assists and, and, and good vision, but he had trouble beating the play in front of him and scoring like overall. And his shooting is one of the worst in the draft. Like for for the for a guy that has the ball in his hand so much. So yeah, that's yeah. definitely concern. But yeah, he he wasn't great. He was kind of decent overall. I'm a big fan of the players, so uh, I will. I'll say for some players like this, where they're very athletic, sometimes the jump in athleticism in the NBA it, it's a lot bigger than it's made out to be, and it's difficult for players to adjust. So when you only gain advantage by being athletic, now you have to find some other things, which he's going to have to do, and also playing at the NBA level when he has better players around him, where he's going to have a bit more space. We'll see when he's but- on the focal point. There could be a problem, but the shooting's a problem for sure. Yeah. So we have the same thing, similar thing with Amen. He was fourth pick and Black was sixth pick, so not so much between them. Yeah, yeah. One is crazy athletic with without shooting, the other one is crazy athletic without shooting. Well, oh hey. Amen Thompson, the yeah. Comparing their athletics is like it's it's next level. Yeah, that's for sure. But he got to there his spot so much easier than Black. You're right, you're right, you're right. It's a fair point as well. It's a fair point as well. So, I mean, that's definitely something for Orlando to look at. But, yeah, you're right. If, if a guy like Ahmed can figure it out, Osar as well, then certainly Black could do so. Yeah, uh, there will be, well. be so much time. In, of course. Uh, another athletic freak who I, I was shocked to see go as high as he did, Bilal Koulibaly. I was high on him. It wasn't this high, but... You know, kind of expected. He's he's got a long way to go here, but early signs. Can the Wizards be happy with this pick? Yeah, it was decent, decent showing. Showed everything we expected from him. Shot is still not there. The line transition was awesome. Scoring side was decent, good. He was on rebounding well, good on defense. Yeah, decent showing from from Bill. So, yeah, very raw as expected. So. And the player that the Pacers got out of this one instead with this Koulibaly trade is Jairus Walker. He's been, he's talented, clearly. He's not been at his best, I'd say, but this looks like a a good pick for them to be happy with. Yeah, he's shown some great flashes of passing, rebounding, defending, scoring, everything. Just not efficient enough, but... Like unlike some other players, he looked like looked very promising, raw but very promising, and could be a good player to watch in future, and will fit greatly with this Indiana pace yeah. quick paced roster because he has some quick decision making passes and in scoring, and yeah, I I I I, I like the showing of, of him. And the injured Hendricks, ninth pick, did not play. So let's go to the final pick of the top 10. Kaysen Wallace, who OKC traded up and took that Bertons contract to get. I remember you and me were talking about his first game, how impressive he was, but uh, didn't have a great game in the second or third game. But overall, I I like what I see from the player, but how about yourself? Yeah, same. Like, it's three games, so the variance is obviously high. 
his shot looked tremendous in the first game, especially the confidence, the spots he took and everything. But in the second game and third game, he struggled a lot. So we kind of don't know what's the real reality, but ending up with 32% from the field. Yeah, not 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 great at the end, but he saw some good flashes and he's great on defense. So that will help and for 10th pick look pretty good. So let's talk about some of the other big names, not the big names, but the most impressive players from Summer League thus far. One of them in particular is Keontae George. Uh, you pre-draft were loving what you saw from the player. I myself wasn't huge on what on what the player could bring to the NBA, but he has been hyper-efficient, putting up over 20 points per game, just torching these defenses. He has looked really, really good, and the Jazz have to be happy with him at 16th overall. So I watched a ton of videos of him before before the draft, and every everything I watched was looking like awesome, crazy shot-making, Everything was looking awesome. And then you go look at the stats and it says like 37% from the field. It was like, this look, how, how yeah. is this possible? And then you see like, okay, he's taking difficult shots. That's that's it. But the thing is, it's only efficiency. And he, he somehow someone said like, he was dealing with some injury, was kind of overweight a bit in, 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 the, in the last season. And then he now came super ready and he can beat, players way more in front of him and he was shooting lights out getting to the rim he had a double double with 10 assist game 30 30 30 and 10 he that's that's even in the summer league that that's crazy and yeah he looked one of he looked great and i expect a lot of from, from him moving forward yeah another really interesting one was leonard miller i believe he went 33rd overall i thought he was going to go in the early 20s I even thought there was an outside chance if things didn't go the Raptors way, they would have taken him at 13, but 33, it's a deep draft. It looks like, but 33 looks far too low for Leonard Miller. And he has looked great so far in summer. Yeah, league looking like, well. a, like a steal. It, it was, it was interesting because he played in the G league and it's good. And like, he had great numbers, great size. And he, it's not like he was under the spotlight. He was directly at spotlight playing next to Scoot Henderson. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's kind of weird that he falls so 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 deep down. I expected him to go like 20 something, 20 to 25, getting 33. Like easy, easy pick for for Wolves, and he showed great. And yeah, yeah, I they I believe they uh, they traded in for him. They saw him available this low, and they did. They went in and traded for him to get him from the Spurs, and that looks yeah. like a great decision. Because uh, we're on. Uh, gone quite a while here let's go some some quick fire on some big names on some impressive names here i'll start here and say andrew nemhard playing summer league 32nd overall pick last year um get him out of summer league he is far too good for summer league that looks like an an excellent pick uh from the pacers to get that low in the draft but uh, any other big names you want to quickly mention here before we talk about some of maybe the players who didn't play well uh, big names played well. My guy Jabari Smith table yeah. in the first half. I was cursing at him and uh, our pick, and then he came out second half, scored 30 points. Next game, 38 points. Yeah, he looked unbelievable. And the interesting thing about uh, Jabari Smith is how we rate players on the years that uh, they, they were drafted, but. Jabari is six months uh, younger than Brandon Miller. 
for example. And Quite, yeah, yep. that would be the thing. Like we should rate guys at their age um, more moving forward. And yeah, I like Max Christie. Great showing from the for the Lakers. He they did it again. Some Austin Reeves flashes of, of the last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan Walsh from the Boston looking like a crazy monster skinhead, <laughs> and now he's showing up offensive uh, powers with 18 points, 37 percent from three. Chris Murray looking like his brother, exactly like him shooting, yeah. exactly like him. So that's kind of valuable pick to have a that great shooter in this league. And last one, Lester Quinones. I don't know if it's pronounced like that. But... I, I believe it's Lester uh, Quinones. Quinones. Okay. Lester Quinones. Yeah. He 23.4 points a game, shooting 41% from three. Crazy efficient. 23.4 points, crazy efficient from that. Some guy that never, no one even expected yeah. to be like above 15 points and to have that kind of 23.4. And the year they move pool and he's looking like exactly like the light version of pool so we'll be interesting to see if the, will this translate in the regular season or he'll or he'll, will he even get the minutes but yeah i i, I really like what i saw for him he was hella fun to watch i'm excited to see if part of the motivation to trade pool and just get off the contract was we have this guy coming up who we think is going to do a great job and if we give him some minutes you know, we give him a buffer year with Chris Paul, contract expires, then Quinones can step up and play at the NBA. I wonder if that will come into play at all. Um, I want to talk to Javari Smith because we we were texting about his first half and there were some Anthony Bennett comparisons. And now he is, he shot up in MIP betting odds and he's at plus 3,000 now, which I, I don't really like that number. But it's just crazy that, after that first half he had in the first game, he has been unbelievable since then. And yeah. uh, he's leading guys, summer league in scoring. Yeah. Guys, don't bet this. <laughs> yeah, second, I agree. Do not, player, do not bet not, this. Uh, yeah. I completely second agree. Player, I'm not getting this reward. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's finish off with uh, some disappointment. Actually, before that, I, I wanted to talk about Chet Holmgren because he has looked excellent as well. And he kind of fits into that. I mean, OKC in general have looked great. but. Yeah. Everyone, everyone. Holmgren in particular, it's kind of the same as Victor. We talk about his offense, but this is another guy who has DPOI capabilities going forward, yeah. and he just swallows up stuff at the rim. So a lot of time, these bigger guys, lanky guys, their problem is they can't play defense. They're slow-footed. They get beat too easily. That's what kind of hinders their ability to stay on the floor, but that's not going to be the case for Chet and for Victor. Yeah. But some disappointing ones we talked about, uh, Brandon Miller, but another one you wanted to mention before we go is AJ Griffin. Now, when a second-year player really struggles in summer league, that is concerning, and AJ Griffin for the Hawks has fit that. Yeah, small sample size though, but he scores six points a game on 27% from the field. Couldn't get anything going, which is kind of weird because, like. It's terrible when second-year guys are not showing great in the summer league, but he did show great in the regular season of the NBA last season. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of interesting. So we'll see where it goes from next season. But I expected so much from him. I expected him to completely dominate the summer league because of his offensive capabilities. Yeah. 
but maybe playing with Trae Young, he's more valuable than we think. That's a good point. Uh, I said I'd talk about the Raptors, so I'll end on that. They brought a horrible roster that doesn't showcase Grady Dick's talents enough. Grady Dick has looked okay, but they brought a horrible roster. Only one initiator on offense, which is Marquise Noel, who's 5'7". He's looked pretty good. He's a great playmaker, great pick-and-roll handler. But the problem is, if he is not hitting his deep threes, he is not scoring because he cannot score on the inside because of his height. Like With all due respect, he's a phenomenal player. It's just... The height, he can't score on the inside. If he's not hitting threes and stretching out the floor, then he's not going to be scoring much. But uh, I'm interested to watch him in the G League going forward. And Moses Brown, who I made fun of privately with Pips, because this is his fifth season. He's still playing Summer League. And this is his, I think this is, his, I said it's his seventh team. It actually might be his eighth team because he may have spent another Summer League somewhere. But anyways, he's looked pretty good. And I think he actually might take uh, a roster spot for the Raptors this yeah. season. So uh, I'll give my credit to him. Yeah, go ahead. I, I like Moses Brown. I'll say, like, he's still I do too. I, I I have and liked him for years. I, I just his, kind of <laughs> was roasting him. His size is just unbelievable. And he yeah. moves pretty well for his size. He's great, great, amazing rebounder and good in drop coverage. So if he's playing to his strengths, if he's played to his strengths by the coach, he could be a playable guy. In, in the, yeah. In the, in if the, anything, you know, G League talent to play pick and roll sets with Marquise Noel, I think could yeah. be interesting one to look for but with the Raptors having Coloco in the pipeline don't know how much that will interfere with maybe if he has to yeah. play in the G League so um Raptors have I mean what all I know is the Raptors brought a horrible roster and that makes me pretty goddamn upset but I think we've covered everything <laughs> we've needed to cover here for today's video and uh for the for the podcast we're listening over there so drop a like and rate and review five stars if you enjoyed subscribe for more content like this and also make sure you're following wherever you get your podcast and me and Pitts will see you very soon for some more NBA content, part of the Hammer Betting Network.